The Rohatsu Seshin, The Great Cold. A week of intensive Zen meditation takes place in early December, ending on the 8th, the day commemorating Buddha's enlightenment. At Green Gulch Zen Center near my home on the fog-shrouded slopes of Mount Tamalpais in Northern California's Marin County, meditation begins at 5 a.m. and lasts until 9.30 p.m. each day, punctuated by service, meals, walking meditation, and several short rest periods. Talking, except for essential communication, is discouraged, as is eye contact and any behavior that might distract others from their concentration. It takes enormous collective effort to organize a session, with volunteers cooking, serving, and maintaining the temple on behalf of those sitting. Consequently, great care is taken not to waste the opportunity or the gift of their service. I knew none of this when I signed up for my first session after only a year of meditating, sitting at most two 40-minute periods a day at the San Francisco Zen Center. Nor did I know that in session, meals would be eaten in place at one sitting cushion, in the same painful cross-legged position one had been meditating in. They're served in a highly efficient manner, done precisely this way for hundreds of years. Each monk's eating utensils, chopsticks, a wooden spoon, a cleaning apparatus called a setsu, resembling a doctor's tongue depressor with a cloth pad sewed on the tip, are laid across three nesting bowls called orioki, meaning just enough, covered by a napkin and cleaning cloth. The whole wrapped in a bandana-sized cloth that, when unwrapped, is efficiently used as a placemat. Because Zen Buddhism is not precisely a religion like the Abrahamic trio, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, Buddha was a normal man, neither supernatural nor a prophet. Behaviors that appear to the uninitiated as worship of a deity are actually expressions of gratitude for the Buddha's compassionate teachings. By the end of the first highly ritualized meal, I was convinced entirely too much gratitude was being displayed and began wishing harm on the officiant whose chants and offerings had to end before I would be allowed to leave my seat and mercifully straighten my paralyzed legs. There were chants of thanks when food was offered, chants after it was served, and more when the first bowl was raised. Before the servers entered bearing the food, the wooden bar in front of the sitter's places had to be cleaned. A damp towel was introduced and then either passed from hand to hand down the length of the room, or if one was graced with an elevated seat, propelled by a runner racing down the aisle between sitters scrubbing the table, the edge of the raised platform, as he went.